Hi, I'm Joy. And I'm Janelle. And we are your hosts of the Melanin and Miles podcast. We are just two Black girls in our 20s who have traveled to over 25 countries and five continents. And we want to share our travel experiences and advice with you. Like when I went cliff jumping in Jamaica, or when I booked a flight for only $6, and even when I lived with a host family who didn't speak any English in Spain for four months. Or when I went skydiving in D.C., swam with elephants in Thailand, and won over $200 at a casino in Puerto Rico. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and tune in every Tuesday for new episodes. Before we get into the episode, make sure you get your hands on our free Budget Babe travel guide to learn the top 10 ways you can be saving hundreds or even thousands of dollars on your next travel adventure. Get the guide straight to your inbox at melaninandmiles.com slash free. This segment of our podcast is called The Check-In, where we both update you guys on where we've been traveling and life updates in 60 seconds or less before we get into the episode. Hey guys, I wanted to pop in and let you know that we are gifting the first 100 people who leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts a dope Melanin and Miles enamel pin. You can wear the pin on your jacket, add it to your backpack, or on your luggage. All you have to do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts and claim your thank you gift at melaninandmiles.com slash pin. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Melanin and Miles. This week, we are going to continue our interview series with a new person I recently met. Her name is Jalen, and she has been running a travel company for a while now that we've seen on Instagram, and we would love to learn more about it. So welcome, Jalen. Hi, thank you for having me. So first, can you just tell us a bit about yourself, like where you're from and how you got really involved in travel? Yeah, so my name is Jalen Elam, and I'm originally from Dayton, Ohio. Currently reside in Grand Rapids, Michigan, where I work full-time as a research scientist. And so my full-time gig, which um, my background is in food science, really is what got me into the travel space. When I was studying in graduate school, I was looking for a way to kind of connect back to my experience with food that wasn't so technical because I was studying food science. And so I decided to curate this trip that was centered around food experiences while in graduate school. And it was like an amazing experience. And I I didn't make any money from it at all. I didn't have a company formally. I really just reached out to good friends of mine who somehow I was able to convince to let me plan this trip and they trusted me and they all met me in Montreal, Quebec. And that was such a great experience that when I left from there and got feedback from everyone that participated, I knew that I wanted to do more of that. And so that's what led me to eventually start my company, which is Syzygy Travel. If you don't mind me asking, like, how old are you? Like, how are you able to like deal with school and run a company and be young at the same time? (laughs) Okay, yeah. Um, so I'm 27 years old. And I I really found my start, even though I'm kind of like just young and just figuring it out. I found it easy to start in graduate school because I was kind of parallel pathing like a passion um, with my career, I guess, development. So while in graduate school, I was studying to be a 
food scientists, sensory scientists, but I knew I had this passion for food and travel. And so they kind of like worked together in a sense, like my graduate work and just being in that industry. And then also exploring the industry of travel kind of work together because it's all within that tourism space in a sense like if you they, they intersect in some capacity so that part was really cool and honestly today even in my full-time job I'm not traveling right now obviously due to the pandemic but I've traveled quite a bit in my full-time job that has really allowed me to leverage that for my um, my side hustle for my my passion project of syzygy so balancing it I would say has been such a blessing for me because Nothing really feels like um, too far off to where like I have so much churn in my life. Everything kind of like flows well together. And, and I lean into that a lot to get things done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I can relate a lot to that because I'm also in grad school right now. You know, I just like finished undergrad, went straight to grad school. And I've been trying to like do melanin and miles and still do, still do travel like with my studies and everything but then COVID kind of ruined a lot <laughs> but mm-hmm. I understand like trying to like combine everything and you know making it like because it's a passion anyways it doesn't really feel like extra work so mm-hmm. it's easy to just kind of like make everything flow together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so can you tell us about your most recent travel experience I know you said Like you haven't really been going anywhere recently and Mm -hmm. it's completely understandable, but before COVID hit, where were you going? Yeah. And I actually did just go on a trip. I kind of finally decided like, I want to go somewhere. And I, I had planned myself a solo trip domestically. And so about maybe three, almost four weeks ago, I was in Arizona in the, in the Phoenix Scottsdale area in a town called Carefree, Arizona. And I took myself there as kind of like a a recharge reset trip and it was a really good time so and I I always encourage people especially black women to travel solo if they can and I think it's just it's just as important as it is like when you're spending time with yourself alone like at home or like when you take yourself to out to eat or to the movies you know like just getting comfortable with doing things by yourself I think there's so much um power in that and that's what that trip was about for me and I also just needed to get away so and it was it was a super super peaceful experience I stayed at this really nice like health and wellness like resort which typically I don't do I typically stay in Airbnbs honestly I don't I don't really even stay in hotels unless I'm traveling for my company my Mm full-time company and they're they're paying right Uh, so I usually like do Airbnbs because I'm looking for like the super like homey and unique spaces but I I looked I was looking at blogs for solo trips and I ran across a blog about this resort which is called Savannah and it was perfect it was absolutely perfect like I did things from like morning meditations to different types of yoga to hiking it was like a super holistic experience and that was amazing. And it was just nice to to travel domestically. I feel like before there was just so much glitz and glam and um, getting out, right? And mm-hmm. like going somewhere outside of the country, which I 100% still plan to do. But this pause has made me realize that there's so much beauty to see here right in our backyard. Yeah, definitely. I've never been to a retreat like that before. It sounds really nice. Um, was it, is it like a huge resort type, like 
a typical resort you would go to when you're going to like Mexico or something or is it like smaller more like localized do you think um smaller more localized but I have not stayed in many resorts so okay I don't know if I can truly compare but I think it was more it was like it catered to like this holistic experience like it wasn't about like it wasn't even like an all-inclusive kind of feel and the only thing that um, was included were my classes so like I mentioned like hiking and yoga all of that's included in whatever you pay for your room but like you pay mm-hmm. for your drinks and stuff so it's not like this all-inclusive thing gotcha. fully, but it's like a restorative um, experience that's cool so do you set like an itinerary when you're going or do they it's just like everything's open and you go when you want to go you can work with what they call an, an experience agent, I believe. And okay. um, they can help you plan out essentially your itinerary. But a lot of the itinerary that you plan with them will be things that are on site versus like, you know, like I did a hot air balloon ride by myself too. And mm-hmm. that's something I, I found outside of the hotel. So they didn't help me with that part, but they helped me plan all of the like um, the health and wellness experiences that were on site. And they even made reservations at their restaurants as well for me. Oh, wow. That's really nice. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I definitely want to take a trip like that. Um, yes. back, I highly recommend to, it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll have to look and see, because you said it was in Arizona, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's right outside of Scottsdale. So it was about a 45 minute drive from the Phoenix airport. All right. Was it, yeah. um, what was the resort called again? Savannah, S-I, sorry, Savannah, C-I-V-A-N-A. Okay. I'm trying mm-hmm. to think if it's like a chain or anything, but I haven't heard of it before, so I'm not sure. I don't think it is. Yeah. I highly recommend it. It was amazing. It was so great. It was really good. Cool. So back to your travel experiences. So what would you say <laughs> is your favorite thing about travel? Like of all the trips you've taken, everything you've done, what's your favorite thing about it? My favorite thing about travel. Okay. So when I first started um, my business, well, okay. So the the predecessor of Syzygy was called Food Feels Flavor, which is a mouthful, which is why I wanted to rebrand it. But with my background being in food, like I just, food has always been like a highlight for me, like just traveling and trying new foods, but not like, I, I really look for food that speaks to the culture because to me, food is so much more than a consumable. It's, it is culture, it is history, it's art. Um, it's community it's so much more so I love 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 getting into the food scene when I travel like so much like I'm super into gastronomy and I appreciate it so much also with my my background in in food science so I would say food is probably my favorite part and then just I guess another kind of additional thing I enjoy the perspective when I travel. Like I enjoy new perspective and it could be something that has to do with that place, you know, that country, like learning something new about the country that I had no idea of, or it could just be, you know, like when you see how humble, you know, people are living in certain places and you kind of change how you think about things that really like prior to that trip, you consider like a really big deal, but when you put it in a new perspective, it's really not. So it's very refreshing to be mindful when you're traveling and kind of bring some of those things back with you. Yeah, I love that. I always 
Um, love learning something new about a new place. I try, I've, I don't do it as often as I used to, but I try to like always do some type of educational tour or like, it doesn't have to be like a direct like educational tour, but as long as I'm like going out and trying to like find something new Mm -hmm. um, when I'm there and I try to do like a new experience every time I go, but I haven't really been as big on the education tours as I was maybe like a few years ago. Um. So kind of going the opposite direction of what I just asked, what would you say is not your least favorite thing, but maybe like your biggest mistake that you've made while traveling, something you'll try to not make again or <laughs> um, something you would advise other people not to do? Huh, that's a good question. Hmm. I think researching before you go and like, especially about like the currencies and understanding you know, like, should you bring cash? Do you need cash? Do the taxis there take cash or take cards? Um, and kind of like trying to plan and budget a little bit. I think that's something that is kind of hard to do sometimes. Like, I don't carry a lot of cash at all in general. And when I travel to certain countries, I need cash because I can't use my card. So I think that's something that's super important. Yeah, um, I definitely made that mistake. You know, I, I, went, <laughs> I went to Cuba and I had no cash with me whatsoever. Yes, and... that's, yeah. that's <laughs> exactly the, the example I'm thinking about. That's exactly the place. <laughs> I was like, that was a struggle. That was a struggle. We struggled yeah. like those last few days, like oh, scra- yeah. scraping up money because we didn't take enough out. Honestly, we didn't realize that we couldn't use our cards so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah no that was exactly me. luckily in my situation I was on a cruise so like we just ate on the boat and did everything like use our money on like excursions and stuff so we mm-hmm. could still do things but mm-hmm. it sucks because we couldn't go to like restaurants or anything or like eat there you know but okay it was it was still a fun experience I think it added to the journey <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like struggling to figure out what to do with the little bit of money we had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So going back to your company, what actually inspired Syzygy Travel Company? Yeah, so um, I was definitely inspired after that first trip I planned and hosted. And honestly, like one of the things I, I love to do is bring people together. Like I love connecting people. So just kind of a combination of loving to connect people um food and really wanting to travel more and kind of create a lifestyle out of that and the word syzygy actually which the original spelling of that is um s-y-z-y-g-y and that means the connection of two or more corresponding things so yeah i was really just inspired about bringing these things together and creating super dope experiences for people that's really nice. And so outside of um, like you have like a, I guess, Instagram family and you have like amazing posts that are coming out all the time. Like what else can people get out of the company? Yeah, so definitely joining our global community, subscribing, um, interacting and engaging on our Instagram page and joining a trip potentially. And, you know, it could be a group trip that we like, pre-plan and kind of just fill it up with different people or we could actually plan a private trip for um, your own group. So that's a way. And then we also have travel accessories that we that we do sell. And 100% of what that's for really is to sponsor 
and support our nonprofit, which is the Syzygy Foundation. And the goal there is to um, essentially provide like financial, global and social resources for students of color to be able to travel. So um, that's something else that people could get out of, I guess, engaging with us. Yeah, and so I know you mentioned uh, group trips that you guys will plan. Mm-hmm. What I know with COVID, you probably haven't done any of those recently, but what's a typical group trip that um, you would invite others to go on? Yeah, so um, we actually, we have a, a trip right now out there to Morocco, to Marrakesh, where we're, we're partnering with this Black woman-owned boutique hotel out mm-hmm. there. And that trip is for next November. So it's open We've been selling it for a couple of weeks now. Um, we're hoping to sell it out, but I know it's just like weird times, so people are a little bit more hesitant. But we do have a partnership also with a travel insurance company, so you can purchase travel insurance with us um, to protect your trip. And then also we, we guarantee to apply like a credit for you if we have to cancel at some point for COVID. At least that's something that we can do. Yeah, that's really cool. And I mean, you might as well just throw the like shameless plug in anyways. Where can we <laughs> find um, Syzygy Travel Company? Where can we like, if we want to book the trip, where can we find that? And then where, where yeah. can we just like find your socials also? Yes. So you can find us at uh, our Instagram page, which is Syzygy Travel, S-I-Z-I-J-E Travel. And then um, my personal page is actually in that bio. So you can find my my personal page through the bio of that page. And then our website is www.syzygytravel.com, which is also located in the bio of our Instagram page as well. Going on the website, the Morocco trip sounds very interesting and I'll link everything in the show notes so everyone can find it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would definitely be interested in doing the Morocco trip. Hopefully, you know, everything clears up and you guys are giving credit and like, just in case like there's insurance and everything. So that's really good. So that would be something interesting to, you know, look into. So I guess with COVID, it's something I feel like I have to bring up because it's it's what we're living right now. But so what has been the most challenging part of traveling and running the company with COVID being active right now? Yeah, so definitely, honestly, it was so disappointing having to um, postpone these trips and communicate that to people and figure out refunds and talk with vendors. Like that was really hard. But, you know, what we've done really is kind of revamped our protocols a little bit so that way we can better react to things like this. I think if anything, we've learned a lot during this Mm -hmm. pandemic and we've had to be very reactive, honestly. Like we could not have predicted much of this so we yeah. had to be reactive, but in being reactive, we can now be proactive um, in future instances where something like this may happen again. So that's that's been really hard just as, um, I think as a business owner who's kind of like new and figuring things out. Um, but I think there's so much to learn still. And I'm, I'm happy that, I'm actually happy that I experienced it when I did. I think that it it will help me in the long run, honestly, as an entrepreneur. Yeah, definitely a learning experience. Mm-hmm. How many how many trips did you actually have to cancel? We had five. Oh wow, that's yeah. that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, so that sucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I would say before COVID, what were your biggest, um, like, I guess challenges when you were trying to plan trips or run the company? Also. Mm-hmm. 
So I guess beforehand, just really like, I mean, we're, we're so growing. And so you have to be strategic. Like, so I would say like, just like the basics of figuring out like how to grow and um, figuring out how to engage with your audience, figuring out how to get consistent, kind of just building that foundation. Like that takes a lot, but it's super rewarding once you kind of find your groove for sure. And then you have something like COVID that just comes and just like tries to tear that up <laughs> completely. <laughs> so. <laughs> and then do you think you'll be traveling more in the next couple months? I know COVID is definitely still around and nothing has really changed, but some people's actions have. So <laughs> do you think you'll be um, trying to get out anymore? Um, I don't know. I might do another domestic trip, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I like the numbers have been kind of increasing. So what I've been reading at least has been saying. So I'm a little yeah. nervous about traveling like seriously. Yeah, but I think I think I may be able to do some domestic things. No, that definitely makes sense. How? Oh, I also wanted to ask you. So when you traveled to Arizona, did you fly there, or were you kind of like already in the area? I did fly. You did. How mm-hmm. was your airport experience with COVID? Honestly, so, and now that was like the first like vacation trip, but I had taken another flight um, to visit a friend in the DC area. Okay. Uh, but that was kind of like at the beginning when it was like flights were still empty, mm. flights were cheap also. But yeah. when I flew to Arizona, oh my gosh, it was not, not the best. Flights were full, like 100%. I had someone next to me each time. I flew with American. They're not leaving the, the middle seat empty. Um, people did not want to wear their masks on their plane. I had to ask someone to put their mask back on that sat next to me. So that was rough, honestly. I was kind of scared. That's why I'm a little like, eh, eh. Like, I don't know if I want to put myself through that again. But I know that Delta and Southwest, they are leaving their middle seats open still. Yeah, I heard Southwest is going to stop though oh no really yeah I heard I think it's December 1st or sometime in December they're no longer going to leave the middle sea open oh so hopefully they push it back because I know that like it was supposed to end in September technically for like true so maybe they'll push it back because I I did fly with Southwest and that was that was a good experience I didn't have anyone next to me Mm -hmm. yeah (gasps) that flight <laughs> that was the last flight I took was also Southwest and that was nice. I feel like the re- the only reason I fly like Southwest and Delta now is just because the middle seat is open. Mm-hmm. And if they don't do that, I'm just not going to want to <laughs> fly with them anymore. I don't know. We'll see. I feel but, like uh, hopefully people's try to stay safe still. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm going to start to wrap up the interview. Um so my first uh, my second to last question what advice would you give someone looking to travel more often that might be like busy with either work or school mm-hmm. or in a similar situation to you definitely take advantage of like if you've never traveled for example or if you just like you're like that person where you're like I just want like one great trip a year 
um, definitely take advantage of the companies out there that are, especially like the Black-owned ones that are curating these group experiences. I think it's a great way to, to be able to join a trip and not have to do any of the work and plan. And then also just be able to meet new people and connect with new people. And, you know, you can go somewhere and not have to worry about being by yourself. Because sometimes, like, I think one thing that keeps people from traveling is the lack of people to travel with. So if your friends aren't really aligned with like the timeline or like you can't get a good group, you know, then you just keep putting it off and you don't want to go by yourself because maybe you don't travel enough to do that yet. So definitely take advantage of companies like ours to help you do that. And then I say like right now, obviously we can't travel, but I think like there are a lot of deals out there. So take advantage of that too. <laughs> like there are a lot of like, <laughs> like travel deals where, yeah, like, maybe the you can't use it immediately but like you'll have a credit for it or something and you can use it in the future or I just for me personally I think some certain things like that would be worth it depending on like your situation so, yeah definitely I have a lot of credit right now so I can personally attest to yeah. the fact that once all this is over I will be going on so many trips because because mm-hmm. <laughs> I have so much credit that I just need to use up yes exactly take advantage of that for sure and then my final question, it's my favorite question because everyone has their own little like twist to it. And I ask it in every interview mm-hmm. and it's, why do you think black women should travel? Hmm. I, okay. So I have a few reasons, but I think one of the main ones, I, I just think the world needs to see us, honestly, like we definitely need to see the world, you know, obviously, like, I think the experiences um, are invaluable when you travel and you just learn so much. Like they're just things you can't be taught but also like the world needs to see us and, you know, like need to, needs to see how diverse we are collectively. I think that's something that's very important to reshape this narrative about what it is to be a black woman, especially American, you know, like what mm-hmm. that looks like. So I think that's super important. And that's something that we should definitely do more of. Definitely. Thank you so much for doing this interview and telling us more about not only your personal experience with travel, but your experience professionally with travel. So if you have anything else you want to talk about with Sizzy Travel, any other upcoming trips outside of Morocco, let us know. Um, No, but we are planning like private trips left and right for people. So if you want us to plan a trip for like you and your significant other or you and like a small group of friends or family we can totally make that happen yeah definitely and if you guys are questioning whether or not like that's worth it we have an episode on hiring what's the word travel agents and you know people like having other people plan your trips for you I definitely do think they're worth it especially with everything in COVID going (laughs) like everything involving COVID um, it's really hard and difficult to plan and like make sure you have all the right insurance and all the right things on your own and like trust me I'm the person the first person to just like book a trip myself but I regretted doing that this year just because it was so impossible to get like a lot of the money back that I should have gotten back and I probably could have gotten it back if I like just went with the company Mm -hmm. so I would definitely check them out because it's worth it especially in times like these yes definitely but once again, thank you, Jalen. I'm just running, I'm roaming on right now, but <laughs> um, it'll be great to interview again. Hopefully once your next trip comes up, we can talk about it. Definitely. Thank you for having me again.